Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi Junior High. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everyone. Hey there. Today we have back a special guest, Alyssa Todd. Hello, everybody. Everybody out <laughs> there in the a- podcast world. Hello, Carly <laughs> and Jesse. Alyssa, this is not a visual medium. You must say hello. <laughs> but I just don't want casually. to. You know, casually wave. <laughs> casually wave to Carly, who I've been talking to for 20 minutes. <laughs> hello, Carly. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know what? You've been on here before, so we've already actually asked you our normal normal questions. Besides, we got a new question. We exchanged an old question because it kind of became a thing where we were thinking asking who you would have a crush on is a little weird. Mm. Like, I mean, intentional wise, it's not like, yeah, I got a crush on them. But it's like, who would you have had a crush on? But So we stopped asking that. So now the question is, who would you have hung out with in high school? Who would I have hung out with? Well, I probably in... so. I feel like the last time I was on was when you guys were still recapping the next class. Mm-hmm. And so I had watched all of those episodes. So I felt like I knew them a little bit better. Yeah. But I've been watching along with you guys with this, with junior high and I've never seen it before. So I've oh. only seen these seven episodes. So mm-hmm. I don't really know like where things are going other than like what I know from spoilers from next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like probably I would be hanging out with Caitlin because I was kind mm. of like that nerdy girl who was like paying attention in school and definitely participating in like weird school activities, like hanging on the dark room. And, and like, like people called you a lesbian all the time. I mean, <laughs> that, so that would be the one thing that didn't happen to me, but I also <laughs> definitely had a crush on like the quote unquote bad boy. Like that was yeah. always my oh, thing to be like, okay. so like I definitely would have been like, yeah, give me some of that licorice. Oh Lord. Oh, by the way, happy Pride Month. Woo! Happy Pride Month. Turns out we recorded that last episode about the lesbian rumors and then released it on like day two of Pride Month. (laughs) Happy Pride, y'all. I didn't acknowledge it because we had recorded it like two weeks earlier. Mm -hmm. So late happy Pride Month. Hopefully I'll get this released before the end of Pride Month. (laughs) They're going to be like, it's the fucking 4th of July. What are they talking about? (laughs) So yeah, uh, I feel like Degrassi does a pretty good job at representation. So good show for, for pride. I mean, Degrassi as a whole, I mean, even in the eighties, I mean, they went there, you know, Mm. like every time they hit a hard topic, it's like, Oh damn. Like, Oh, they're, they're going for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. So anything uh, new going on with you, Carly? Uh, probably not. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Um, a little more settled in my new apartment. Um, yeah, I don't, not, yeah, nothing really, yeah. to be quite honest. <laughs> I wish I had more going on, um, but no. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> Pass. Yeah. I, I actually saw live music for the first time since COVID the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah, we went to um my friend... Aggie had a very low-key gathering for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, very few people, everyone's vaccinated. It's outside, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. 
And so some dudes played, um, one was playing the accordion. Yep, like you do. It was actually really good. And then uh, and then Aggie freestyled for a little while. And I am sitting there like, this is amazing. I have missed live <laughs> music so much. Like, everyone, please get vaccinated so I can do this more. <laughs> I am so sick of not seeing live music and going to karaoke. Although, you know... How the hell are we going to do karaoke from you know, here on out? I actually, I last week went to a comedy event that was outside on in the park mm-hmm. here in town. And it was like a stand-up thing. It, they had had a class and it was so, it was like all these people who had never done any sort of like stand-up or spoken word before. So it was their like first time doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did was everybody had their own foam thingy that went on the microphone. Oh. So... Like you would bring your own foam thingy. And I think like that the person that coordinated the event, because there were like seven people that yeah. were speaking, like just brought them all, but everybody brought their own foam thingy up and stuck it on the microphone when they were talking. And then when they were done talking, they took their foam thingy. BYO foam thingy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I want to sing karaoke again. And I, that's easier than bringing your own mic. So True. <laughs> I'm just going to show up with like a, a colander and be like, this works, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, saran wrap won't work. You can't sing through saran wrap. Right. Oh, that'd be weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. It feels good for some things to be getting slightly back to normal. I know that wasn't a big, you know, normal type of show, a big mm-hmm. event. But like even just being there, seeing live music, I'm like, oh, finally. Like that's been something I've really been missing because I normally go to like lots of shows like locally mostly like because bars in like there's a couple small venues around here that I'll go at least twice a month if not more depending on how many shows there are and like it's just been a huge thing missing from my life so it was nice (laughs) I bought Pat and I tickets to see John Mulaney which is not music but um, in August, he's doing shows in Boston. Nice. So I bought us tickets to that. I'm really excited. Like all of a sudden, all these bands and yeah. comedians and stuff yeah. are announcing shows, and now I'm like, I don't have enough money. Right. <laughs> I'm so so. Actually, uh, I might go see the Toadies with Alio, who Alio is one of our good friends forever. Um, I might go see the Toadies with her in October. I I was like. They're coming around. I was like, play it by ear. Like, we'll see what's going on with COVID. Like, if it's really going down. Because I'm still like, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still kind of like, but I don't want to be around unvaccinated, maskless people. That's the thing is like, how are we to know? Exactly. It's like, I I don't even want to risk. I don't want to introduce. Like, I know I wouldn't get sick, like really sick or anything. It's not a huge risk to me, but I don't even want it in my system. Get it. Keep it away from me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> from what I understand, I think Chicago as of tomorrow is like masks off if you want. Yeah. But like there have been businesses that have the signs up like yeah. I think like Starbucks or whatever. Like the big corporations, they're like, if you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. it's cool. You don't have to wear a mask. But they can't. But like I would it. stay. I would say like still. 95% of people are still wearing masks all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think because Chicago is so liberal, yeah. nobody wants to be confused with a Republican. <laughs> so they're all like, I'm just going to keep wearing this just so everyone knows. I believe in science. Right. No need to confuse this. Yeah, they're so. they're starting. I've, I've been at the grocery stores and they're allowing you to not wear masks. But it's, it's a thing where 
they realistically cannot. Right. It, it's either all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Because even if they somehow figured out a way to prove you were vaccinated or not, because like no one's carrying their card around. I mean, I um, carry mine around. Mine's like, in my back. Yeah, but okay. stand at the door and like check. Yeah, like they're not going like to a card checker at the right. front door. Like that's not really realistic. Right, right. They're not card checking at Target. Exactly. No. But also, you know, you could go to the door and be like, sorry, I'm not vaxxed. Like I'll keep my mask on. The second you're out of sight, just like, yeah, mask comes yeah. off. They don't know. So right. there's no way for them to enforce only unvaccinated people wearing And it. you know, what's interesting is that um, I have not been out to like a club or like a bar scene, but my friend Lyndon has been going back to like the gay clubs and they are checking your vax cards Damn, and they're not letting you in unless you're fully vaccinated because then once they know everybody in there is vaccinated, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a gay Paris all over again. It's like, no, there's no social distancing. Like you can go give a blowy in the bathroom if you want. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Masks off. We are all vaxxed up in here. Maybe they need a stamp. Hmm. Like for businesses, oh, like yeah. oh, you like showed you your card like stamp. stamp <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I because I obviously have not been to the club yet, but I could yeah. ask Lyndon if that's what they're doing. But also, if they're only letting you in if you have proof of vaccination, right? In that case, like, it's irrelevant. But like at the grocery store, right, where they have to let you in, maybe give them a stamp. I like this idea of like we card hard, but we're talking about like <laughs> <laughs> a vaccine. How about this? Uh, if you're not vaccinated and you go to the grocery store, they put a big L on your forehead for loser. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Shame them into vaccination. So, I mean, I, I you know, if, if you are immune compromised or a child or there's lots of reasons to not be vaxxed. But if you're just being a douche about it, then no sympathy here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And that's coming from someone who had really bad side effects from the vac- vaccination. Like, oh, I was yeah. I, in bed. The second one. Yeah. Fucked me up. Mm-hmm. But still better than, you know, being on a ventilator yep. or dying or having a permanent disability. So I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we were calling it baby coronavirus when I wasn't feeling well the day after. Yeah. I was just like laying in bed and Eric's like, oh, you have baby coronavirus. And I was like, oh, corona light. Do? Don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it sucked a lot. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. It was fucking awful. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. I want to be able to see people again. I haven't seen my mom or my nephew in like a year, you know. Your mom is vaccinated, right? Yeah. I was like, your mom's not anti-vaccinated, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure they want her onto the bus on the uh, right. podcast here, but okay, good, good, good. You know, my mom is vaxxed. She she got it, like, as soon as possible. She oh, wasn't good. fucking okay. around, so. Good. All right, Carly. What are we talking about this week? To, like, take her away. <laughs> We're talking about season one, episode seven, The Best Laid plans i didn't even think about that yeah i I didn't think about it either and then i was like oh i see what they did there okay okay (laughs) yeah um all right so we begin the episode at the end of dj radich's class as he is telling joey that clumsy is not one of the three c's um, I'm listening to a book about intimacy and sex right now, and I was told that the three C's stand for like 
consent, communication, and like control. And that's for BDSM. So I <laughs> I was like, what is DJ Radich teaching the kids right now? What are the, uh, what are the three C's? I'm not sure what the three C's could be. Yeah, he didn't say them. No, I don't even remember. I don't remember no. him saying that at all. It was just like <laughs> it was literally saying that. Yeah, the episode began and it was like, and then everyone was getting up, and he was like, and Mr. Jeremiah, the third C does not stand for clumsy or something like that. Oh, yeah, huh. the last C. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I was like, what are they talking about? But this anyways. is English class, right? Yeah, you googling? Is it cursive? <laughs> That's all I got. That's the only C word that I can think of in English class. No, that is not. They're all about COVID. Oh, my God. (laughs) DJ Radich had a premonition. How to function properly. The three C's in AP literature, maybe? Mm. Context. Joey Jeremiah is not in AP literature. (laughs) This is saying context. This sets up the text portion you are about to discuss. In other words, you need to briefly... They stress briefly. Introduce the general circumstances in your example. Concept. What is the device that you are addressing? Use it in the present tense and use the active voice. When referring to the literary device, make certain you discuss it directly. And finally, connection. Discuss in clear, specific terms exactly how the literary device contributes to the passage poem novel as a whole. In other words, how does the literary device reinforce what is already occurring in the larger context? I'm seeing to be clear, to be concise, (laughs) to be compelling. Uh, Oh, anyway. Well, this is AP, so. Okay, yeah, I'm probably, well, I'm looking at Joey Jeremiah dum-dum school (laughs) over here. So, yeah. Um, No, but anyways, I noted that and then I didn't think anything (laughs) of it. And then I was listening to this book and they were like, when it comes to BDSM, like, remember the three C's. <laughs> Control, consent, and communication. I was like, hmm. okay. okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, anywho, Joey catches Steph on the way out of class to let her know <sighs> that he does, in fact, have another middle name. Yeah. It is Joey D. Jeremiah. The D stands for doctor because he gives great operations. What does that mean? We, yeah, I What's don't he know. What's operate on? I, you know, I don't know. I, I would have thought, does he think like he's saying he wants to play doctor with Steph? But there's no operating in right. that No, I think that's probably what he means because then, you know, when she goes to pass, he's like, but I have great bedside manner. Ew. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck he'd be talking about. I mean, if anything, he should come to America where we don't have uh, <laughs> free health care yeah. and tell me he's a good, great doctor, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. I mean, yeah, it was really just him being like, I I'm good at operating. Like that, I don't think that's like a smooth operator. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, I'm not. I because my then thought went to like, is he meaning like, okay, I'm gonna put you under for the operation and then I'm gonna get to see you naked because mm. you're like I, I Ew, there was that consent see Carly yeah. yes that consent was not the consent the see no exactly creepy so. is not one of the C's <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't know why he said clumsy for Joey I was like no no he is creepy mm. I have to say that 
I'm really glad that I was not introduced to Joey Jeremiah until the next generation, because if I had, I mean, I don't know, maybe he's going to progress in this really Mm. compelling way through (laughs) the rest of the, you know, these older seasons. But if he remains the way he is, if I turned on the next generation, I would have been like, and seen him, I would have turned it off immediately. (laughs) I'm not interested in this. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He, I know he clearly, he gets his act together as a 28 year old when we are introduced (laughs) to him in next generation. Good Lord. Um, Anywho, Steph is all set with the um, operations, and she creepily stares at Wheels as he comes out of class, her whole body spinning around to continue watching him. Steph is less concerned with operations as she is with, um, shit, I forgot the word I was going to use. <laughs> nice. As a mechanic. So I was like, set <laughs> okay, it up, spike it, Jesse. Yes. Yeah, I did a good job. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, so Steph is clearly like, Joey, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Joey can take a hint, so he is, in fact, out of there. (laughs) Steph approaches Wheels at his locker and admits that she knows she fucked up their last day at the dance with her drunken antics, Mm -hmm. but she'd like to give it another shot if he would like to go to a movie this Friday. Wheels is down. Mm -hmm. Great. Time to just walk away from each other awkwardly and not make any other plans for Friday. Sounds about right. Yeah, That's how you do it. <laughs> so I noticed that Wheels had her campaign poster in his locker. He sure did. So he couldn't be that mad at her. Like. Right. But also, I mean, he could think he was a, he could think she was a good president without. True. You know, wanting to date her, I guess. I don't he know. He can separate policy from the person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody who doesn't like this person think that she's very good at policy, though? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> No, no. What has she actually done so far? I don't think she's done anything so far. (laughs) She definitely didn't make any announcements about the sports. She didn't make any speeches at the dance. No. She did, yeah, not at the dance. Um, She didn't write her speeches for her campaign. She didn't Mm. make her own posters. Mm. Um... I mean, she's real hot. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. she is the sexiest piece of A <laughs> at BJH. So that's, that's going to be it for me, dog. She is <laughs> arguably very good at delegating. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Steph walks away with a fist clenched, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call that? Because I was trying to write it down. What do you call it hmm. when you're like, yes, and you like pump your arm? Is it oh, just a, a fist pump? It? It's not a, because this is a fist pump. Oh, no, like a fist pump is more like Jersey Shore style. Because fist pump is pushing your fist up in the air. Yeah. This was a pulling your fist down. And it's not the trucker signal because there's no no trucks around. That's that's going to (laughs) be. Well, it is wheels. Maybe that. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know what she was like. I do know what you mean, Carly, because I remember doing that a lot when I was a kid. Be like, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it had a name. Napoleon Dynamite did it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, <laughs> as I was trying to write it down, I was like, uh, how do I write this so it makes sense when I'm yeah. saying it? Um, anywho, she's still creepily watching Wheels as she does this, but when she's far enough away, she catches him also audibly and physically psyched about their date. Mm-hmm. But so we get to the theme song, and I just have to say, every time I watch the theme song, Arthur coming out of that closet door, the face he makes cracks me up every time. 
Have you noticed it? I have not noticed it. He comes out and he just makes his face like, <sighs> it's so funny. You have to go back and watch. Oh, I'll, now I'll notice it. Yeah. Because uh, my comment about the uh, theme song is, you know, the line that says, when I look around and see that someone is smiling right at me, wait. Because everybody's always fucking staring at each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when they have a crush on you, they are like, I'm just going to look at you. <laughs> and so that's how that's when that person finally catches you staring it's like hey i've got a new friend <laughs> so wait yes joey is chilling in a most casual stance mm. leg bent foot on the wall lean um again i don't know what the proper verbiage for what he is doing is called but it was a <laughs> bent knee foot against wall mm. leaning back looking real cool i don't know uh, he'd been waiting on Wheels to find out what Steph wanted. Will approaches carrying his weird sports bag backpack in what <laughs> truly looks like the most awkward way that he could be holding it. Like, mm. over the shoulder like he's James Dean holding a leather jacket. I didn't um, know. Again. <laughs> he, through the whole entire episode, he's just got it like the, you know, the straps in his hand and it's like over his mm. shoulder the whole time. And I'm like, it is like a duffel a bag. I feel like he should just be carrying it at bag. his side. I, yeah. It, he does carry it very awkwardly. At at his side or like, you know, they usually have a strap that goes crossbody. Mm, yes. Like, I feel like he's got better options, but he's all constantly carrying it over his shoulder. Mm. I, yeah. Anyways. It's just the cool look. It's the 80s. Yeah. That's how they did it. Mm-hmm. He informs Joey that she asked him to a movie. Joey tries to play it cool. Cool, 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 bro. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can make out in the back of the theater. He said, you're going to sit in the back and neck. Yeah, this is the 80s. They say they didn't say make and out. <laughs> I'm just saying I am so glad that people didn't use that term by the time I was a teenager. No, you didn't do any. We're going to go neck. You didn't do any necking? That's gross. I hate that. You know what? <laughs> neck, the, the, um... The term necking makes me think of, did y'all ever play the game where you had to put an orange under your chin yeah. and then somebody else <laughs> had to grab it with their no. chin? You never, They're going to go in the back of the theater and just pass that's what I, back and forth. That's what I think of when I think of necking. It's like, let me just neck this orange and then you're going to neck the orange away from me and then I'm going to neck the orange back. So, you know. Perfect. Just casual things. That's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just I've always hated that that word necking. So I'm very glad it went out of style because it's weird. It is a little weird. Yeah, no, 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 not gonna lie to you. Wheels knows that Joey likes Steph, but she likes Wheels, and there's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> Joey agrees that she's all his, but nabs Shane as he's walking by and tells him that Wheels and Stephanie are going out. Yeah. Shane says what none of us want to hear about an eighth grader. <laughs> Steph is the sexiest chick in school. <laughs> so what does she see in wheels? All you have to do is show a little belly and you're just the sexiest girl in school. I mean, honestly, I do really think like the top she's wearing is cute. Like I have to say like slutty Steph is like my aesthetic. I yeah. would be down to dress like slutty Steph. Like most... <laughs> Most of her outfits, not her hair or her makeup, but the outfits, I'm like, I like those. See, I like her tops for the most mm -hmm. part, but her bottoms and specifically her shoes, just mm. like there's a scene, a couple scenes from now where she's wearing this like white mesh top, mm. like it's like a fishnetty top and the top is so cute, but then they like pan away and she's wearing this like 
knee length pencil skirt yeah. and these like little like chunky heels and kitten heels like yeah she looks <laughs> like a secretary for like a law <laughs> office and i'm like what is like it's a party on the top but on the it's it's not it's the bottoms they didn't they got to work on the bottom half she's got to yeah. work on the bottom half of her outfits the tops are good but the bottom halves are a little too sensible yeah so i will say nothing that she's worn so far is as iconic as manny's thong no oh for sure but no. if she does are you gonna go as her for halloween <sighs> but nobody would know who i was you know what i mean <laughs> like that's the problem is like not maybe if i went to like an older people Canadian Halloween <laughs> party, then they'd all be like, oh my God, <laughs> Stephanie K, eh? <laughs> I go to one every year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if uh, Joey Jeremiah ever gets to throw that Degrassi reunion party Comic-Con <laughs> thing that he but wanted he, to have there like no, five he years had ago. That. If he has it again, okay, there okay, you yes. go. If he, he has it again, that outfit. if he has it again, I want to go. Absolutely, I wanted to go last time, but I was. It just wasn't in the cards, you know. Mm -hmm. It just didn't happen. Didn't pan out the way I wanted it to, but I really did want to go. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So, so Shane wants to know what you're doing with wheels, Mm. but Joey is being as supportive as possible and lets Shane know that wheels is indeed a sex machine. That reminds me of "Can't Hardly Wait" when the foreign exchange student goes, "I am a sex machine." Sex machine. <laughs> Do you remember oh, that? I don't remember that. <laughs> Any words of encouragement? Would you like to touch my penis? Huh? I am a sex machine. Sex machine. Well, did you watch that movie very much? No, not as much as you did, for certainly not. I think I probably saw it watched it like once in its entirety. So I totally tweeted about watching it, like a month or so ago mm-hmm. and Ethan Embry retweeted me <gasps> and replied and I was like be still my beating heart because he was a fox wow <laughs> yeah. oh my god next you're gonna tell me that Matthew Lillard has retweeted and oh come on you. like that would be my dream like <laughs> okay if if Matthew Lillard Lillard or Lillard which do you, which Lillard I, I Lillard? think it's Lillard okay yeah if Matthew Lillard showed up at your front door, Jesse. Oh God! Drool abound. <laughs> would you leave Johnny for him? Now, granted, they kind of look similar. They do. I mean, Johnny, <laughs> when he has long hair, looks like Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Oh, okay, I can Scooby see that. Oh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can definitely see that. I didn't. Know, I didn't notice till somebody I can't remember who it was pointed it out, and I'm like, holy shit, it's true. <laughs> do you ever ask Johnny to cry and drool? Yeah, I'm gonna start. Um, <laughs> but so I think that we would just start a polyamory thing. Okay. Like, I think actually Johnny might be down with that because he loves Matthew Lillard too. Perfect. Like, I mean, we'd have to work out the logistics, but mm. I think he'd understand and, and accept Matthew Lillard into our home <laughs> <laughs> or into Matthew Lillard's home. Cause he probably oh, is a mess. Oh yeah. That's probably a better choice. <laughs> Definitely like an invite to Matthew Lillard's house. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, but what I was going to say is that Ethan Embry actually randomly follows me on Twitter. And I have no idea why. It happened like a long time ago for no apparent reason. I have no idea why. You're very Twitter famous. I'm not though. I have like no followers. I have like 700 followers, but no engagement. Oh, I'm not engaged either. 
Yeah. So 695 of them are bots, and the other yeah. five are me, Carly, Alio, and Ethan Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there are a couple of dudes who comment all the time. Oh, okay. And then mm. this um, goes by Evie on there, who actually really loves the podcast. Talks oh. to me a lot. Oh. Hi, Evie. Hi, Evie. And then there's another chick who, like, we, we talk about Bravo sometimes, but okay. for the most part, nobody gives a shit what I'm saying. <laughs> so because I'm not a Twitter person, mm-hmm. um, this morning, Eric posted some pictures of our cats on Twitter Mm. and so I went to look at the pictures to heart react to it I don't know what you call it on Twitter because I'm not a Twitter person Yeah, and I noticed it had been retweeted and I was like who retweeted this picture of our cats? Yeah. And then like the person who retweeted it was like, I'm a bot that retweets pictures of cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That checks out. Never mind. Tell him to tag. Well, he has to follow him I think Follow this account at the same time, but follow and then tag distort bot. Oh, what does distort bot do? It'll take your picture and like distort it and make it look crazy. You're like exactly <laughs> what you think it would do. Exactly. Excellent. <laughs> anyways, we're off topic. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways, Melanie and Kathleen catch this last portion of the convo with their eavesdropping asses. Mm. And I swear one of them says, is that allowed? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they said about wheels being a sex machine. But yeah. anyways, um, they're giggling about it regardless. O- or perhaps they're just rolling on multivitamins right now. Who's, who's to know? <laughs> They think, like, they thought those prank calls were funny, but, like, this is next level. Oh, man. Steph, still psyched, heads to the girls' room where she finds Vula. She lets her know that Wheels actually said yes to another date. But Vula ain't having it. Oh, my God, the school president is telling me about her love life? (laughs) And she says sarcastically. Uh, she's going to put this scenario in her dream journal. <laughs> she not dream journal, but you know what I mean. Might as well have been. Right. Steph does not understand why Vula is still mad. <laughs> she apologized a million times <laughs> for not thanking her in her election speech. Uh, knowing that that is just the surface of her wrongdoings, Vula walks away. Steph follows up with, I'm sorry for not giving the speech at the dance. <laughs> Like, listen, Steph, you've been a shit friend. Yes. Like, you, she really got out to do better than that. Right. Yeah. And it's not like she's like gone up to Vula ever and been like, Vula, how's it going? Like, what's going right. on in your life? It's always Vula. Guess what about me? Like, yes. Every time we see them, Stephanie is telling Vula about her own life. We never hear about Vula and her immigrant father. No. Yeah. She's it, like, she's never like, so what dinner did you prepare for your father last night? For Papa. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I made the traditional borscht, you know. (laughs) The only thing Papa lets me make is borscht. (laughs) Honestly, Steph probably doesn't even know that, like, Vula is first generation. Right. Canadian. (laughs) First First generation Canadian. (laughs) Do they call it that in Canada? I would assume, like, if you're first generation American, was it first generation Canadian? Yeah. I would think, I mean... I, I'd assume. I don't know what they like yeah. if they use that terminology, but it sounds right to me. Yeah. All right. Great. Excellent. Oh, so there's a really good poster of stick figures playing volleyball in the bathroom. Oh, I miss that. Yeah, it looks good. Usually I'm a real <laughs> stickler for finding the posters, but I miss that one. I feel like at the end of this, we're going to have to make like a poster compilation video. Ooh, and also like a Joey Jeremiah middle name yeah. <laughs> compilation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sure. the plan for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yik and Arthur are plotting their next scheme as he super stealthily <laughs> shows Arthur that he has a porn tape <laughs> on him called Swamp Sex Robots. Yeah. <laughs> so my favorite part of this scene was when Arthur looks at it and he goes, this is pornography. Yep. And I, I, I related to that so hard. I was like, that's exactly what I would have done in seventh yeah. grade if somebody had been like, look at this porn video thing. <laughs> I would have been exactly that same way. I would have been shocked and I would have yelled really loudly and I would have called it pornography. <laughs> I Okay. How I interpreted this part was I wrote, well, gee golly gosh, Yik, this is pornography. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like to me. Um, but that's- I'm just super curious like what this is, like what it's like. So what is many questions. Robot? And I feel like we need to write a script for it. It sounds like it is too much plot. Because what about a robot Mm. covered in like swamp stuff Mm. is sexy? I can't like, I think that they just went with the most out there thing so that like you couldn't be like, oh, that's really suggestive. Yeah. But like swamp sex robots, you're like, uh, I don't. I, I think that'd be more funny than um yeah than sexy. I don't know. I wish we had enough listeners who are artistic or like in general, but artistic listeners who could do <laughs> I wish some we had like enough listeners. Who could draw some pictures of their interpretation of I what mean, a swamp sex robot is. We could ask Anna to do it. Perfect. We'll do that. <laughs> Honestly, we, we should change our podcast name to Swamp Sex Robots. <laughs> uh, actually. Funny you should say that because you know I Googled Swamp Sex Robots. Robots because I did in fact want to know if it was a real pornography or if it was completely made up. Um, and it turns out that um, Swamp Sex Robots is a band. Mm. You can follow them on Instagram. Are they Canadian? Mm-hmm. Just gonna ask that. You know what? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look in this. Honestly, this. we need to play some of their music. I mean, you know, we do. Man, I need to listen to more Cassie Steele. <laughs> Are we all gonna Google it real quick? Let me see. <laughs> We all have to see it for ourselves. Swamp sex robots. Oh, there's also just somebody on here called Swamp Sex. Hmm. There are two different accounts called Swamp Sex Robots. Oh, God. One of them is Swamp Sex Robots Music. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're from the Yukon, so they are Canadian. There There you go. go. That explains it. Let's see. Do they have any? Oh, they look good. Look at this guy. They look legit. Oh, yeah. That must be the same person posing with a santa claus mm-hmm. i mean they look like they're legit Ooh, they're on myspace so you know that's real oh, God, oh yeah they've been around weird. for a while if they're on myspace mm-hmm. i just want to hear them but they don't have any videos of their actual songs you probably have to go to their myspace oh, here we Let's go see. i don't think that's actually a song <laughs> it sounds like a swamp sex robot. I don't know. That sounds like two swamp robots about to have sex. Yeah, I see pictures of them performing, but I don't see any video. There's no doubt that this was a Degrassi reference. They have 476 followers on Instagram, which makes me think that they are perhaps a niche market. <laughs> All right. So when I'm looking at their their MySpace and I click on like music and their songs... It says error when I try to play it. So, <laughs> oh no, they're just gaslighting us. They're not a real band. I just want us to think they're a real band. Oh my god, this is bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look further, and if I can find a song, I'm gonna include it. Yeah. <laughs> 
That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I'm into it. <laughs> I also need to know, do you think the sex robots are waterproof? Because I would assume they need to be, right? They have to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. They have to be. Uh, Yik borrowed the tape from his older brother, who is out of town mm-hmm. and doesn't know that the tape has been borrowed, LOL. <laughs> Yik wants to watch it, but there's no way they can watch it at his house because his grandmother is always home. Does your mom have a VCR, Arthur? Yes. <laughs> it's very high tech. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. But is it working? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Gotta check. Not sure. It's the worst when your VCR breaks. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that was like our staple at our house was yeah. having the um, working VCR on top of a broken VCR on top yeah. of a broken VCR or <laughs> the VCR on top of the TV VCR where the VCR portion is broken. Like, a lot of just like broken VCRs mm-hmm. with like maybe one working VCR. <laughs> for like, we're going to keep these just in case. Or a DVD player on top of the VCRs. <laughs> then we're going to Well, you wild. all kept your VHSs for like ever. You still had them. Jesse. You had Hiawatha. Jesse. Do you still actually have Hiawatha? Do I have Hiawatha? Why yeah, don't you talk to my hoarding ass sister and ask her if she has <laughs> Hiawatha? I don't have Hiawatha. <laughs> <laughs> I would bet that Bethany has it because yeah. the one VHS tape that I have in my possession is Darren's Dance Grooves. <laughs> and it's because I do, in fact, really want to find a VCR so that I can do Darren's dance moves. Yeah. Um, you know, like to the latest pop hits, like uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time. <laughs> I feel certain that if I went to my parents' house, I would find a rather significant collection of those Disney films that yes. were in the, like foamy container as well as i'm sure that my dad still has like almost every james bond film made before 2000 (laughs) Mm. they don't have a vcr no nobody does but they have both of those things (laughs) i just in between my last apartment and moving here finally got rid of my cds Mm. because i was like i and i like listen i haven't listened to a goddamn cd yeah. In years. No. But like I kept them because I was like, you never know, you never know. And then I'm like, okay, laptops don't even fucking have a slot for oh my God. a CD anymore. Like it's just not. This was a huge issue the other day because I bought the Clerks animated series DVD because oh, no. I couldn't stream it anywhere. Yeah. And I bought yeah. it off eBay, five bucks. I get it. And we, I bought this shitty DVD player, like, you know, the cheapest one they had at Walmart, like maybe 25 bucks. Yeah. And it does this thing where the sound goes up and down. Oh. And it's horrible. Ew. So I have to like return it. But um, I couldn't do that. So I had to rig a. All right. <laughs> I had to take this DVD CD ROM thing like player that you hook into your Mac. Because they don't come with those slots anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to download drivers to attach it mm. to my PC laptop. This is so much. And work. then I had to use an HDMI cable to plug my laptop into the TV. And I had to download a DVD player like uh, software for my PC because they don't even come with that anymore. So, like, and I had to put a wire hanger <laughs> in the DVD yeah. player to get a signal. And but I was able to watch yeah. it, and it was a good time. So, all right, but it was a lot. I, you know what? I will say that that is a show that 
I want to say, I think it was during like COVID when I was mm. just like, I'm running out of shit to watch. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I haven't watched that in a long time. And because there's only like six episodes, two episodes or something six. on, oh. uh, well, no, no, on YouTube. Yeah. Like there was, there was like one or two that you could watch. And I was like, well, what about the rest of them? I guess I can't watch them. Well, now do you have a DVD player? Bitch, I do. Well, now that I've watched it, maybe I can send it to you, but oh, I have to make go. sure that I write north on it because. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yes. I'm Did afraid you... I'll lose my $5 DVD. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, the DVD player is in the guest bed. Mm. So um, if you want to come visit and mm. bring it, you can sleep in the guest bed and watch it on that DVD player in there. Perfect. Just on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, they really have to watch this tape. It's so hot. You'll fry your eyeballs. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I just, in, in what planet does frying your eyeballs equate to, like, Boner City? I don't know. But whatever it is, this, this VHS better be worth it. Because if I'm going to fry my eyeballs, I better have that really good memory of Swamp Sex Robots in my head for the rest of my life because mm-hmm. that's the last thing I'll ever see. Right? <laughs> Ooh, it's like I'm going to need LASIK after this. What the fuck? I don't know. So I'm just over here like I'll never understand people wanting to watch porn with their friends. I mean, I never watched porn with my friends, but that's probably because I'm a woman. But I do recall in, I want to say in like eighth grade, um, I had like my, my guy friends, mm. I remember they came to school one day and, and they were talking about how they all watched a porn together, like yeah. in somebody's basement or something like that. Because it's like, you know, before, I mean, before the internet, yeah. right? Like, I well, mean, people, yeah, do what you gotta do. But just like Wait. hand it off to the next, like watch it yourself, hand it off. Yik doesn't have a VCR. <laughs> I definitely... <laughs> tried to watch pornography with some of my friends once. Yeah. Um, and this was when I was in college and it was like a mixed group of us. So it was mm-hmm. like some guys and some girls. And I I feel like it might have been because I had never seen like a porn like a pornography film before really all the way in college yeah damn because (laughs) i was on like aol dial-up internet in my parents living room until i was in college like i was definitely not like let's watch some porn while my mom's in the kitchen but um i don't like and i it was like it was on a dvd and i feel like it was also because you still couldn't like that was a that weird time where like I probably could have found porn on the internet, but yeah. I probably also would have gotten a virus on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like really afraid that I was going to get a virus on my computer. So we were all like, yeah, like we're going to watch porn together. And I feel like we got like maybe 10 minutes into it before we were all like, no, I hate this. This yeah. is not like we thought it would be funny. Like we like picked right. out some like hokey ass porn and we were like, it's going to be hilarious. Like the pizza man's coming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Stupid, like cliche thing it was. And then we were just like, no, this is awkward yeah. and we don't like it. It's we like, can it we off. just skip like the dialogue and then skip the sex scene and then the mm. next dialogue maybe? Like that would be fun. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I don't want to watch that with my friends. That feels really uncomfortable. I mean, personally, yeah, as <laughs> a, you know, middle schooler and high schooler, um, my dad watched a lot of Skinamax mm-hmm. and would uh, just, you know, it would be like, everybody be awake. Lights are on in the house. <laughs> oh we're all just hanging God. out. And he'd be watching Skinamax. My mom would be on the other end of the couch reading the newspaper. Oh, God. And I, yeah, I'd come in the living room and I'd be like, Ew, dad, like, wh- what are you doing? And then mom, like, without even looking up from a newspaper, would be like, Phil, you're upsetting your daughter. Oh, and he would just be God. like, mm. like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't use was words. Was he asleep? No, he wasn't. He, he was, was really watching. Like, like, maybe he was watching Cinemax and fell asleep. No, no, no he was oh, definitely God. awake. And it was, and he would, didn't even say words. It was just, mm. oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure never change the channel. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I remember sneaking like shows like Undressed. Oh yeah. Like late at night, everyone's asleep. I'm I'm gonna watch Undressed. But like I I don't yeah I guess like I don't know if I actually watched a real porn. I don't know when my first porn was. Yeah. I watched Undressed a couple of years ago, and it legit is like soft, soft, softcore porn. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like it is. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow! I wow. had that volume down to like three. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because I was like, I gotta see the grownups or the teenagers are so cool. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Then when was the first time I ever watched porn? Yeah, huh? I know the first time I, I actually like saw a porn magazine was when I was very young. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's kind of different because you just like someone finds it and you're like, yeah. oh, look at that. those were in the bathroom. Uh, oh at yeah, my, at my dad's house, my brother had like yeah, stacks. That's probably where mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah, he had <laughs> stacks in the upstairs bathroom, and I always thought like I'm gonna put my vibrator in here and be like, yep, we're all masturbating. How about that? <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do that. But, but like, why is your porn in the bathroom? I mean, maybe I understand <laughs> taking it in there, like you're gonna right. Get it in the toilet or whatever, but take it back out. Right. Like, got a bedroom. Why would you go to the toilet? I, I don't know. I, let's not talk about your bro- I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like trying to imagine being like, I'm going to go to the bathroom with this. No, you got a bedroom. Like, look at it. So no. you're taking a poop. I don't know. Right. I don't I have no idea. It was just stacks on stacks of barely legals. I don't cool. know. I I got questions. I don't want answers. Okay? No, no, we're so. not. You know, we, we're not going to call your brother right now and be like, hey, if you even answer the phone. Hey. Can you imagine? <laughs> I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half. And I just, oh, out no. of the blue, I call him and I'm like, why did you leave your pornography magazines <laughs> in the bathroom when I was in high school? Why did you do Well, not, maybe not high school, probably like when I was more like in my early 20s. But yeah, it was after my mom passed away. So that right. was, it was like, you know. It was like me and my dad and my brother and like my brother's friend Joel moved in. So it was mm. like I was the mm. only woman in the house. And it was just like, guys, it's a free for all to be here. Like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Jesus Christ. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I've been doing some really intense therapy lately. Um, learning a lot about my childhood. <laughs> Specifically about porn magazines. In the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of the bathroom, we are back in the bathroom yeah. where Steph is getting desletified to go home from school. She's telling the twins, uh, Erica and Heather, yeah. that she's going to wear something so hot on her date that Wheel's tongue will hang out. 
they got some weird reactions to like sexy things. Uh, fried eyeballs, tongues hanging out. Yeah, it made me think of like one of the like the wolves in a cartoon yeah. that's like, oh, wooga! Like and its exactly. jaw yeah. drops and the tongue like literally rolls out. Mm-hmm. I assume that's what she was thinking. Um, one of the twins, there's no telling which one, yeah. <laughs> asks about Steph's mom. She doesn't know that Steph dresses like an absolute hoe at school. So <laughs> how is she going to get out of the house looking like a harlot? Uh, because she won't be able to change at school. Like, I think this is a good, this is a good detail. Mm. Like, in my opinion, she could have just, like, been, like, meet me at the movies. She exactly. gets to the movie early. She oh, changes. Yeah. Like, you could have done thought, that. Yeah. But, yeah, Steph is, like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She got to gotta think of a cockamamie scheme to. Uh, <laughs> but if she was thinking that far ahead, Carly, we wouldn't have this entire A plot of this episode. No. It's true. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that Steph has not thought about this. And she just gives a little shrug. <laughs> like all good teenage sex episodes, we find out that Steph's mom is, in fact, a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. It Like, what a trope. Always. Always. Because I'm pretty sure this <laughs> happened in Next Generation too, didn't it? Wasn't somebody's? Oh yeah. Wasn't somebody's? Was it Marco's dad? It might have been Next Class. Next Class. Mm. I don't feel like Marco's dad was doing anything about the sex talk. No, but I feel like it might have been Next Class that someone's parent worked at a pharmacy convenience store where there was condoms. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Anyway, anywho. Um, Mrs. Kobolowski or Miss Kobolowski, I don't know what her maiden name is, so we're just going to call her, I call her Mrs. K later. Yeah. Um, is on the phone talking about vitamin C when Steph approaches. <laughs> it seemed like she was on a work call because, you know, that could be a pharmacist related question, mm-hmm. but she lets the person know on the other line that her daughter is there and she has to go. So that means that it was actually just a really boring personal call. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to Johnny about vitamin C all the time. Yeah, we have in-depth conversations. Uh, nope, not happening <laughs> here. Jesse, do you need me to refer you to somewhere when um, the spark is gone and <laughs> you need to renew it? I'm into it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Supplements? All right. All right. Yeah, that's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I should say the conversation was boring up until now. Uh, Mrs. K loves Italian, and 7 o'clock on Friday would be great. Mm-hmm. See you then, Michael. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Drama. Uh, Stephanie gets a, a sly look on her face. Who's Michael? Mm. Mrs. K tries to break it to her daughter gently that she has a date, but Steph is super down for her mom getting back out there. Yeah. They met because he's a regular customer who always seems to have a cold. Mm -hmm. He really needs that vitamin C. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good point, y'all. I didn't. She's like, God damn it! I've told you sixty times to start taking vitamin C. (laughs) It's that simple. It was before emergency was a thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Anywho, uh, clearly Michael is not a sex machine like Wheels, but I digress. (laughs) Steph wants all the deets. Is he cute? <laughs> Not <laughs> for really. Mrs. K. No. Eh, a little in his own way. Like, damn. So mean. Right? Oh, my God. Okay, so, all right. Side note. I've been watching this show, One Mo Chance. Oh, yeah. Which is Chance from I Love New York has a new dating show on the Zeus Network. Well, I don't know how new it is. I don't know when it came out. Like, it's a full season is out. Okay. 
he is so fucking mean to these women. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, yeah, well, my yeah, right? Who's shocked? God. Wasn't he super mean to New York the entire <sighs> season that he was on? I feel like he was such a dick to Probably. her. Probably. Because he is the one with the brother, right? Yeah. And, and his the brother, brother was who, chill. Like, died of cancer like a few years after the yeah. show. Yeah. But his brother's dead now. Yeah. No, I loved his brother. Yeah. Whose name I cannot remember. Real. 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 I, I can remember his face, but I can't remember yeah. what his That uh, obviously he was, was not so his real. name. But so <laughs> like name on the show so apparently chance started reading pickup artists literature Ugh. and just like got stuck on negging and that's all he ever does because mm. he is so fucking mean to these women and i'm i'm watching this like i know that most people on these types of dating shows have no self-respect but this is a new low he is so fucking mean to these women awful i mean watch it it's crazy but um i gave you my zeus login carly yes 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 i need to watch it i'm just watching it in every five seconds i'm like why are these women still here um i would leave immediately <laughs> there was a video game that eric showed me like i think there was like a number one and a number two <laughs> um of i think it's called a pickup artist i don't know if that's uh -huh. true I have to double check with him but like the premise of the video game is it's like a choose your own adventure <laughs> but like it has to do with hitting on women yeah and so like and and this Good is Lord. the kicker of it it's not a cartoon drawing. It's a real ass man what? who invented the game in the game <laughs> being like, like, how should I approach this woman? And it's like, God, <laughs> tell her, tell her she's wearing an ugly sweater or tell her she looks nice today. Oh or, my God. you know, yeah, it's like the weirdest, wildest thing. And you can like do all these different scenarios because it yeah. is in fact choose your own adventure. And they literally made two of them. Oh, what is it? Oh. I want to I have to ask him. <laughs> no, I've been like begging him. I'm like, I want to play this game. Yeah. And then he was like, later he was like, I think he got canceled for some reason. Like it's probably controversial. I'm like, I know, but I want to play it. That doesn't matter. I, I want care. to play it. No, play it sounds it. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it really he there's videos of it on YouTube. I'll have to send them to you because it's like oh God. it's like, what is this game? And why am I not playing it right now? <laughs> and why is it a real human? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, nope, we don't agree. do we don't do cartoons. <laughs> we do real people. They'll let anybody make a game these days. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, so her mom like is not really dazzled by this guy. She's like desperate. She's like, I just gotta get out of the fucking house. I think you know what I mean. She gotta get back out there. <laughs> yeah. Put her best foot forward. Whatever. Have a lame date. It's fine. Anyways, she's glad that Steph understands, and she hopes that Arthur will too. Steph confirms when the date is. Mm. As you can see, the wheels turning in her head about how she's going to make her hoe outfit work now that her mother is going to be on a date Friday, too. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yik wants to know why Arthur never told him that Stephanie K was his sister. <laughs> yeah. Arthur tries to downplay it as I guess he just hadn't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> just then, Stephanie comes out of the bathroom and Arthur tries to say hi. Stephanie isn't into it. Buzz off, Arthur. Mm -hmm. But he thinks she can't pretend he's not her brother forever. He screams it. Yeah, right? And she's like, what the fuck, Arthur? Okay, it's not <laughs> personal. She has an image to protect. And if there's one thing that everyone knows, it's that the sexiest chick in school cannot have a little brother. Mm -hmm. That would make her much less sexy. She can't talk to anyone who's just a year younger than her. No. Like, that's just lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she only, like, she only dates older men, like teachers <laughs> or wheels, like whatever. Uh, but regardless of this treatment, Arthur needs some answers. 
Are you and mom perhaps going out on a coordinated time this weekend? Because that would potentially leave me home alone. (laughs) Yes, as a matter of fact. They're both going out because mom's got a date. Arthur is psyched for his mom to go on a date. But probably not because she's moving on, only because that means he'll get to watch Sex Swamp Robots. Yeah, these two are like, yeah, go mom. But like how much of it is supportive of their mom and how much of it is like, I get to go out, I get to watch a porn. Right, like what happens if she wants to marry this dude and she's like, all right, kids, we're going to move into his house. They'd be like, what the fuck, mom? (laughs) I I can't watch porn there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He doesn't have a VCR. (laughs) No, come on. A man who always has a cold, he's got a VCR. That's all. He's a lameoid. You know he's got. He's a loser. He sits at home. All he all he watches is sex swamp robots, too. True. There. Arthur and Yik woo and high five. They're just like, woo! Woo! And high five. I loved it. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I can't really blame Stephanie for being like, Arthur, I don't want to know what to know. We're no. Yeah, fair. <laughs> So we start off this scene, focus on some books in this in this school hang zone called Sweet Savage Love and Sons and Lovers. I saw that too. And yeah. I was like, I thought this was the library. Yeah. Why are there so many smutty romance novels that also would be better pornography? Titles? Yeah. <laughs> but so the, the staff like went to the um, book stand by the registers at Walmart and was like, here, this is where we're going to find all the books for the library. <laughs> Mm -hmm. the twins are very excited for stephanie to be alone with wheels at a romantic setting like the movies erica wants to know what she's gonna do if wheels tries something stephanie says that she may just let him try something Mm. shane and y uh, are in the background listening as steph says that she'd do anything if she felt like it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. oh you know she, steph goes ass to mouth for sure 100 <laughs> percent uh the boys mouths are agape <laughs> anything, anything. <laughs> they're like literally losing their fucking minds uh erica and heather who have not noticed that shane is freaking out even though they're facing him <laughs> are surprised right? that stephanie would be down for that Wheels and Joey are talking sports in the bathroom as Shane and Y uh, let Wheels know that he's definitely going to fuck on this date with Stephanie K. He's going to make it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What Make what? Another phrase I'm glad like the we didn't it. use. Gonna make it. <laughs> make it. <laughs> make what? Paper mache? <laughs> he's going to make it through. He is going to make it through. Yeah. Oh, that's probably what it is. Oh, is that uh, what you're referring to? In <laughs> the whole whatever it takes, next some, generation I know I'm going to bang on my date. Just been mm-hmm. <laughs> blown away. I know I can make it with you. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to be the best. <laughs> Anywho. Um, they heard her saying that she has a plan and mm. that she can handle it as he makes the okie dokie sign. Mm-hmm. He makes the white supremacy sign. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going for okie dokie because that meant it was her vagina. It was her <laughs> vagina hole. Um, but yes, it could also be, um, that she could handle it even if Wheels was a white supremacist. She could... <laughs> (laughs) In fact, handle it. 
Uh, yes. Joey is clearly holding back feelings about this as Wheels plays it cool. If she wants it, <laughs> she'll get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. In unison, the boys exclaim, all the way with Stephanie K. Yeah. yeah. They must have practiced this before they got into the bathroom because Definitely. Like, that was literally the perfect in unison. <laughs> The boys all exit while talking about how hot Steph is. Arthur, who definitely heard this whole conversation, exits a bathroom stall looking concerned that perhaps his sister is actually a sex swamp robot herself. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, now that I think about it, that's your Halloween costume, a sex swamp robot. Oh, yeah. We really got to visualize this somehow. We got to figure it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, So I I did notice a poster on the bathroom stall that said, don't fall for the pitch, alcohol. Oh, is that? What? (laughs) What does that even mean? I I feel like there's a baseball player, like, clip art on there, too. Don't fall for the pitch, alcohol. The pitch of what? Like, somebody's pitching you alcohol? Yeah, so it'd be like, come on, try this. Be fun. Oh, okay. (laughs) Don't fall for the pitch. I don't know about that. I don't know about that poster. (laughs) All right, we're back in DJ Radich's class. Stephanie writes out a note telling Wheels to meet her at her house at 7.30 on Friday night. She's trying to get Wheels' attention, but he's very engrossed in this lesson about double negatives. (laughs) So she decides to drop her book on the floor because that's very inconspicuous. Mm -hmm. Mr. Radich lets her know that he don't got no time to waste. Hip as fuck. Right, which actually means he does have time to waste because it was a double negative. Mm, Yeah. Steph uses picking up the book as an excuse to hand wheels the note. Mm. This starts a game of telephone by Shane telling someone that Stephanie and Wheels have a date. And by the time it gets to the other side of the classroom, it's turned into Stephanie is going to give Wheels a rim job while while being (laughs) gangbanged by three other dudes. You know? It's casual. You know, as you do. It's basically where it ends, to my knowledge. This is the next scene. I love it. I love this scene so much. I feel like every uh like show every like show about troubled teens yeah. in like the 80s is like somebody walking on a beach being like, "Yeah. Hey kids, I'm here to talk to you about drugs." Like, I'm going to on a beach. <laughs> the random beach. They're never at the beach ever, but How there's randomly a beach. Beaches does Toronto have? I was wondering the same thing, Carly. Is because it by the it Great looked Lakes? Like an ocean beach, and I was like, Toronto is not on the ocean. But is it by I mean, the Great Lakes? Because I feel like the Great Lakes are a little lakes, bit. But, yeah. It might be a Great Lake because, like you know, uh, you wouldn't think of Chicago as a beach town, but mm-hmm. like we literally have a beach along the entire eastern border of the city. So. Yeah. Because it's uh, a great lake. So, I mean, truthfully, it's not a great lake. It's an okay lake, but, (laughs) you know, I guess that's what we call it. So, so anywho's, uh, Wheels and his dad are at the beach and Wheels has got some questions about sex. When did you first do it, dad? (laughs) Well, he was a lot older than you are, Derek. That's for sure. Yeah. But Wheels wants info on exactly what to do. (laughs) He needs to go watch Swamp Sex Robots with Honestly, the boys. And then, like, 
Right. If he, this is the thing is like, if he knew that Arthur was, you know, Stephanie's brother, right. He probably could have approached him to watch the porn too, but he's like, I would like to treat your sister right. And I think I'll learn a lot from mm -hmm. this. Heard that it was going to fry my eyeballs. <laughs> you know, okay. This is, this is probably weird, but I will say that my, my high school boyfriend, he was like, like pretty much, he like really knew what he was doing, mm. like for a high schooler. And, I remember asking him once, like, you know, like, how did you, how did you just know how to do that? Because yeah. I was, like, the first person he did anything with, right? I was, like, how did you just, how did you just get good at that? And he was, like, I don't know. I saw it in porn. And I was, like. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, looking back, like, now that I've actually watched porn, I'm, like. It's. I don't think you no. get any sort of, like, information about what you're doing. Or no, how it you is should not about the it. woman. Like, ever. No. no. Like, no. I've seen some exactly. points where I'm like, that actually looks really painful. And there's no way I'm going to enjoy mm -hmm. watching this because I'm just thinking, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, truly, I don't know how he actually learned how to do anything. Yeah. Besides maybe just experimenting with me. But I was like, <laughs> I don't think he got it from porn. There's just no way. Uh, his dad lays everything out. That sex isn't just fun. Lies. It's serious business. And right. 14 is too young to be fucking. Listen, sex isn't something you, you just do for fun, which I totally disagree with. <laughs> I mean, listen, I put like, it's like sex and then doing my taxes and like <laughs> other serious I mean, things. I mean, I also just mean? do my taxes for fun. Like, oh, oh, okay. You know, All right, well. I play tax simulator. Oh, and fun. Is that a game? I just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I bet if someone did tax simulator, people would play Somebody it. would, yeah. yeah. I mean, in sixth grade, we did a <laughs> like a tax project where you had to marry someone and then you filled out like your tax forms together. Yeah. And I just remember yeah. being super excited about the project because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to marry my crush. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm going to write down that my name is Carly Joe Smeltzer. Oh my God. That's his name. <laughs> I can't believe you actually learned how to do your taxes in high school because we didn't. Listen, <laughs> that was in sixth grade. Oh, yeah. and you know what? Sixth you know grade. what I don't remember uh, is sixth grade. So, yeah, yeah. No, we did taxes in community college too, in like a real world mm. uh, math class. And I remember asking because we did it all on paper. And I even, like, questioned. I was like, I don't understand why we're doing this. Like, I do my taxes online. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to write my taxes down on a piece of paper. Yeah. And she was like, well, you just, you need to learn it. You might need, I'm like, I'm literally not going to need this. <laughs> not going to. Nope. Anyways. Wheels' dad wants him to know that he's got time. Just enjoy being a kid. Mm -hmm. No need for fucking. You're not ready for the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Dinner at Mrs. K's house. Yes. Stephanie also has questions about sex for her parent. Okay, she gives her mom just a plate of mush. What was that? It was it disgusting. Looked, it looked like it was covered in mold. It, it looked like... Was it like cream noodles? spinach? What the fuck was that? Yeah, the thing that like fell off of her fork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was okay, okay, okay. Hear me out. I thought that it was like, I don't know why they'd be having this for dinner, but I kind of thought it was like biscuits and gravy. It did. Because it kind of looked like sausage gravy. It looked nasty. It, so. Yeah. I was like, is it beef stroganoff? Like what is happening? Or like Swedish meatball? Whoever gravy? the art director was on this was, set blew it. Like It was bad. And those were big 
plates. Yeah, of, of just whatever shit. it was. That right, awful. they were like, "Oh shit, props didn't get any real food." Um, let's crumble up some of these brown paper towels right. and um some paste that we've added <laughs> some water to uh and hope it looks like food. Yeah, it was nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Steph wants to know when did her mom first have sex? Mrs. K's food falls from her fork. Uh, I guess it mm-hmm. it wasn't food. I don't know. It, her mush. Whatever the fuck falls from her fork. I'd let it fall too. Mm-hmm. And I'd walk away. But they should have a talk. Uh, Stephanie is now over it. She doesn't need to talk. She's not a little kid anymore. <laughs> Hugh the milk mustache of adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it um on the milk carton? Wasn't there someone on there named Beatrice? Oh, I didn't notice that. I just wrote Beatrice Milk in my notes on my phone because I took notes. I have no idea. Like a week ago on my phone. And I I just wrote Beatrice Milk. So I assume that Beatrice was on the carton because I had gotten further into the episode by the time I noticed it and was like, that's probably what that means, right? (laughs) I I was so busy looking and trying to figure (laughs) out what was in the mush. I didn't notice the milk. I noticed the milk carton, but I don't remember yeah. what was on it. Honestly, like Steph really dropped the ball with her friendship with Bula because you looking cook. <laughs> Honestly, Stephanie presented there. this bullshit to her mom. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pro- that's probably the case. Is that like Mrs. K was like Stephanie, you need to be more responsible, like Vula, and <laughs> I need you to learn how to cook. And Stephanie was like, uh, Mom, I don't know, I shit on a plate. <laughs> And I gave it to you. Is that okay? Is it good? Oh, God. Joey finds wheels in the hallway. Tonight is the big night. You got condoms, bro? Oh, God. Wheels has never heard of such a thing as Joey keeps spewing different names of condoms loud enough for everyone in class to hear. So he did leave out one of my favorite words for condoms. And speaking of video games... Uh, Leisure Suit Larry. What? Do you remember that? No, I don't. No. Um, it was a game that my stepdad had on the computer. <laughs> but you couldn't play it unless you answered a series of questions to prove you were an adult. But all oh. you had to do was, like, try enough times. There was only so many questions. Yeah. So you could figure it out and then log in. And so it's this game where... You're, you're playing this guy, Leisure Suit Larry, and he just, it's its foul. Like, he is trying to hit on chicks, and he, like, bangs a prostitute. It's all this stuff where if you if you do this, the wrong thing, you die. So wow. there is a scene where, or a, a part where you have to go to a convenience store and buy condoms, but you have to say, like, you have to word it just right because it's, like, an old-ass text game where like there's cartoons on the screen but you have to type in the right command okay and so i think you have to ask for prophylactics yeah but it's a big word to type but the convenience store guy goes lubbers lubbers <laughs> lubbers. lubbers okay this is everything i hoped like it rubbers, would be but with an l the original version was I very know more about these questions that you had to answer <laughs> that to were somehow adults only know the answers but are okay to ask children in case they stumble upon this. It was, it was just play. stuff like it was like trivia questions that you'd only know if you were just grown like up. old people questions. Yeah, just like um, I, like I can't fully remember 
But this is for PlayStation 2 and it's called Leisure Suit Larry. Cocoa this was Butter. a computer game. So because it was like similar to this game called Police Quest. All right. Here's here's a picture. <laughs> oh, that's like Oregon Trail style. Yeah. OK. Can you see that? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really shitty animation. But um, so. All right. Here's exactly what I was talking about. So you go into the convenience store and you ask for prophylactics and the guy goes, you mean lovers? And then you, you're like, yeah. And he asks you all these questions. Like, what do you, what kind do you need? And you want the ribbed kind. Yeah. But- you want the, the <laughs> next to naked kind. Exactly. But he asked you like several questions. And then once he's done, he goes, hey, everybody. And this is an example that I specifically found a picture for. Hey, everybody, this weirdo just bought a peppermint-flavored, plaid, lubricated, plain, smooth lover. And then all these people come out from behind the shelves, and they're like, oh. It's like the lady (laughs) in the next scene. Mm -hmm. But so here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you don't buy them, and you go and have sex with a prostitute, You'll die of AIDS. I was going to say you get AIDS. You immediately die. That sounds exactly like what kind of offensive shit would happen in a game from that long ago. I'm also going to ask Eric about this game because you could definitely download it somewhere and play it. Oh, I'm sure you could figure it out. Yeah, but you need the original. Yeah, original super shitty version. But anyways. So I was just sad that Joey didn't use the word lovers. I don't know. I mean, I thought you were going <laughs> to say that prophylactics was your favorite word, guys. Mm. <sighs> that reminds me of the... Um, I mean, that's fine. There's like the <laughs> blooper scenes at the end of 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. One of the I can't remember the guy's name in real life, but he was like, can I get a prophylactic? That's <laughs> like in the I do. In the I bloopers. remember that scene yeah. in the bloopers. Back, yeah. yeah, back when movies had bloopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wheels has never heard of such a thing as Joey keeps spewing different names of condoms loud enough for everyone in class to hear. <laughs> Vula hears this and goes right to Stephanie's bathroom office to find out the truth. <laughs> You're not really going to have sex, right? But look, Vula, everyone knows if you wrong someone on a date, you have to fuck them on the next date. Like, that's just the rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vula is just yeah. lucky they weren't dating because Stephanie would definitely owe her mad sex for all the shit that she's put her through. Am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Stephanie just wants Wheels to like her. Vula tries to reason with her that if a guy only likes you because of sex, then he doesn't really like you all that much. Mm-mm. And she doesn't have to do it just because he wants it. But Stephanie is also a horned up teenager, so maybe she <laughs> wants it too, okay? But Vula really doesn't buy that. Yeah. Mm. So I remember that pamphlet that, did I show you or did you show us, of like, how to tell a guy no without him wanting to break up with you or something oh. like that, like a pamphlet. It's old ass pamphlet. I don't think it was me that showed it to you. I think you might have showed it to I us. I might have showed it to you. Yeah, it was like, how to let him down gently so he doesn't break up with you. <laughs> like, I feel that pr- pamphlet sounds familiar yeah. to me, so I wonder if maybe you showed it to me at some point I also. must. I think I sent it to the group chat. I don't know. But yeah, she needs that pamphlet apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right, we're back at the pharmacy, and Joey leads Wheels down to the <laughs> down to Safe City Please. and starts showing Wheels all the different types of condoms: <laughs> French Stallion, yeah, Rib Delight, like somebody like McRib, what? <laughs> industrial Strength. Why do you need industrial? <laughs> what does that even mean? It's for porn. It's oh, okay. I was imagining <laughs> it's it's like Force Flex garbage bags where like I your dick can be really too. weird shaped and like it's not gonna break the condom <laughs> oh see i was thinking for like the guys that like it comes out really strong like, like the uh, industrial strength was to make sure it didn't break through <laughs> i'm imagining it like stretches forward and then like oh no it comes back <laughs> oh my god um don't forget the variety pack that's how we said it in case you can't decide what ones you're gonna want mm-hmm <laughs> Wheels has no idea, though, so Joey calls in reinforcements. Yo, can we get some service in this safe section, oh my God. bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. Never would I ever no. ask a pharmacist. Joey is the fucking worst friend. Oh, like, you can't like, take him anywhere. He's being so passive-aggressive right now. Like well, He's like, oh, you're going to date Stephanie K? Fine. I will just mortify you. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. He's like, if you're going to fuck her, I'm going to fuck you, okay? Yeah. Oh, he's the worst. Of course, Stephanie's mom is the one working Mm -hmm. as Joey smashes a small pack of condoms into Wheels' chest. Uh, I'll buy these, I guess, (laughs) says Wheels. I wonder which ones he gave him. I just assumed it was like a three-pack. Like, it was just like a little one, like, but which one regular was it? The French stallion, or I mean, was it the rib delight? Which one was it? It was the McRib <laughs> delight, <laughs> limited time only. Mm-hmm. That's right, only comes out once a year. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Meanwhile, this nosy ass woman has yes. been straight up staring at these boys from the start, like, <laughs> literally inches away from them, very <laughs> invested in their sex life, yeah. Um, but also I just wanted to say that I want to play that woman in the DJH remake. Yeah. <laughs> she was fantastic. Like she was acting her ass off, like <laughs> sticking her nose in their business. This was her moment. It was so great. Like it was well, it was just so absurd. It was like, what? Why is she doing that? She was the one in the leisure suit Larry store, like poking her head out, like peppermint flavored plaid lubbers. <laughs> lubbers. <laughs> lubbers. I've never heard lovers anywhere else. (laughs) Anyways, very well. Here are your condoms. But also, if you're going to buy these, you should take these pamphlets on family planning and STDs. Mm. The woman was like behind the counter kind of. Mm. And they both look at each other like kids these days. I know. They're growing up too fast. But Mm -mm. so I noticed behind um, the mom, there was some sweet and low back there Mm. behind her. What? Yeah, there was some sweet and low. And I'm like, is that a controlled substance in Canada? What are we? Should be. (laughs) Are they like, these are for diabetics only? They can't have sugar, so we keep it behind the desk. Limited supply. Mm hmm. All right, we're back at Mrs. K's house. 
Arthur arrives home and for some stupid fucking reason oh takes the God. porn out of his backpack. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Um, then he takes his shoes off, but at first I definitely thought that he was trying to hide the VHS up his pant leg. <laughs> like the way that he's taking the shoes off, I was like, what the fuck is he gonna that's not gonna fit? And then I was like, oh, he's just taking his shoes off. Okay, never mind. Leave it in your backpack and bring your backpack in your room. Honestly, what are we doing? Here? Like, what are we doing? This is how you know he's not old enough to watch porn because he can't even <laughs> fucking hide it properly. <laughs> he enters the living room full on staring at the porno tape as Stephanie says hi. <laughs> he quickly and totally inconspicuously hides the tape behind his back. Uh, hi Steph. Uh, when are you leaving? Just curious. <laughs> um, also, uh, people were talking about you at school. <laughs> <laughs> Steph lets him know that it is her hot body and she'll do what she wants. None yeah. Mm-hmm. But Arthur doesn't like it when people say bad things about her. Mom, he's a good brother. <laughs> Part time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. K arrives home, which has Arthur just chilling with the porn behind his back. <sighs> totally normal looking. Weirdo. Mrs. K feels bad. She hasn't seen him all week, but she's got a date that night. Arthur asks what time, which reveals that her date is actually at 7.30 and not mm -hmm. 7 p.m. as everyone had originally planned. <laughs> this prompts Arthur, like this was so, he's like, oh, I got a phone call to make. <laughs> this prompts Arthur to call Yick to let him know that they'll be on their way to Sex Swamp Robotsville at 7.45. He said it so loud. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Yep, he did. One of the things yep. that I noticed in this scene is that earlier in the episode the mom was basically like yeah i'm going on this date with this guy uh, he's kind of all right i guess it's fine and then in this scene she's like arthur i'm so sorry i haven't seen you in so long but i have this date like but clearly the date is not very important so right. she's just like she's also <laughs> over arthur she's just like whatever yeah you're here but yeah. I got this other uh mediocre thing that i gotta do that's more important than hanging out with my kid i mean you know, in her defense, Arthur is also a pretty mediocre child, so like, you know, she's not missing much at home either. <laughs> Arthur wanted to say, be here, be flaccid. Oh. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, too soon? I don't know. Oh, Anyways. I can't imagine saying that to a friend. Nah, me neither. <laughs> but you should say it to like a Tinder date. I'm going to start saying mm -hmm. it to you. When we're oh, yeah? Out. I'm going to be, be like, Jesse, you got to meet me here or be flaccid. I'll be like, yeah. I'll just stay at home then because I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. Are we going to watch porn? Like, what? <laughs> One, two, three, four hard nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this also lets us know now that Mrs. K's date is going to be showing up at the exact same time as Wheels. Mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. What a dilemma. Mm -hmm. Wheels is getting ready for his date and decides to take a look at these sex pamphlets. Um, <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that he like lives by a highway, mm. I guess. He was just like standing, he was, or he was sitting in his window and it was just like <laughs> highway in the background. Uh -huh. I didn't Which, I don't know that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some people live <laughs> on the highway. I just was like, huh, okay, interesting. Dinner at Mrs. K's. What do y'all have planned for tonight? A big pile of brown stuff on your plate. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's they're gonna be cleaning that off the plate all night because it was, it's probably paste. It was just brown. There Some was no vegetables. I assume it's just a hunk of uh hamburger. Maybe Mr. Kobolowski <laughs> was the cook. And mm. so like when they go over to mom's house, they know that they're just gonna be like giving mm. shit. I guess. Poor Steph. She lives there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess she does, huh? That's right. Yeah. 
Anywho, Steph's got a movie with friends. Arthur's just going to watch some TV. Nothing to worry about, Mrs. K. Everyone is innocent here. (laughs) Mrs. K, who clearly is shook by wheels buying condoms at the pharmacy, (laughs) decides that it might be time for them all to have the talk. But it's pretty close to 7.30, so she should really be getting ready for her date. (laughs) But she's got time, and she wants to let her know that a boy about Steph's age bought condoms. Woo! Yeah. I I was like, I don't know if HIPAA covers pharmacies, but, like, (laughs) it just seems like a private thing that you, like, shouldn't be... True. Talking about? I don't know. Like, it's not like she said his name. Well, she didn't yeah. know his name, but anywho. I don't think HIPAA existed in the 80s. Oh, maybe <laughs> just not. tell anybody anything you wanted. Right. Back then. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, this like this episode takes place on, like, the day I was born, so I, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, she wants them to have the same pamphlets that she gave that young boy. Literature. Literature. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie thinks that she should just... Give it to Arthur, okay? Because obviously, (laughs) he's going to be banging way before Stephanie. (laughs) Okay. But Arthur assures her he is not sexually active. Mm -mm. I mean, you didn't even say that, Arthur. We all knew. Right. Like, you could be in college. Nay, you could be married. And we'd still all be like, yeah, he's not sexually active. Like, (laughs) this is not happening. Once again, me and Arthur are the same people. And that I, too, would have been the kid that was like, I'm not sexually active. Like, I would have been using, like, stupid, awkward right. words like that that were, like, not words that normal children were using. Right. We would have been like, the fact that you said that, yeah. we know you're not sexually active. So, did your parents ever have the talk with you? Because I don't think my no. I never had the talk with my parents. No. no, the closest thing was, like, when I was, I think, a sophomore, and this is before I was even having sex. I wanted to go on the pill because I was, like, I would be, like, crazy, like, because of hormones during my period. Like, I would literally mm-hmm. cry at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Anna, uh, my BFF, had gone on birth control because mm-hmm. she was, like, a raging bitch around her period. <laughs> and it, like, evened her out, like, hormone-wise. Right. Yeah. And so I was, like, well, maybe this will help me not, like, you know, cry every time you look at me funny when I'm on my period. Yeah. Um, and my mom was very much like, well, no, because there are other things besides pregnancy that can happen when you have sex. And it was like, that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. So it was like, okay, so there are other things that can happen besides getting pregnant, but like fucking, I don't know. Let's just not protect you at all then. That's what I'm saying. Hang me out to dry so I get pregnant and an STI mom. Like (laughs) what was like, anyways. Oh, Lord. (sighs) I feel like I had a similar situation with my mom. So like, I never had the talk with my parents. Like we had Mm -hmm. three years of sex ed, like, like modules of sex ed or whatever Mm -hmm. in my elementary school. But when I was in high school, I wanted to get on the pill because I had awful periods and I would Mm -hmm. like miss sometimes two days a month for my period. Like it was awful. And my mom was like, yeah, sure. Like, we'll bring you to the gynecologist. And then I don't know if she, like, talked to somebody or, like, what happened. But suddenly she was like, do you know what they're going to put in your vagina at the oh. gynecologist? And I was like, ah! And so oh I, I, like, got totally freaked out. And I, like, I was like, no, cancel the appointment. So oh. I didn't get on birth control until I was in college oh because I was like, she, like, scared me. And so it was like, what was going to happen, like, at the gynecologist? And, like, I truly just want, like. I was like such a naive kid. Like I was not 
yeah. having sex when I was a, like a freshman or a sophomore. Right. Like I was not, that was like not even on my radar. It's like a thing that I would be doing. Mm-hmm. And, but I was like, I really just want to like be on the pill so that I don't feel like shit. Right. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. When I asked to be on the pill, I was not having sex. I was right. definitely not sexually active. Uh, it wasn't until next year that I got laid. <laughs> See, yeah, I actually, I don't think I knew enough to know that had I gone on birth control, it would have helped my horrific periods. Because um, uh, turns out I have endometriosis. Mm. So I had the shittiest period. Like, it was just pain. I would also miss tons of school. Or I'd be sitting in class, like, dissociating from pain. Mm. Um, so, but... I I didn't even know any of that. I was just like, well, they're supposed to be painful. Right. Yeah. Like, I didn't know I could make it better. So I never asked. Exactly. They always like, they like totally downplay women's pain Mm -hmm. by being like, oh, this is just how it's supposed to be. Right. Like, I don't, you know, I guess this is just normal, right? Yeah. And that's what I, I was just like. I didn't have a frame of, I mean, that's part of the thing too. You don't have a frame of reference of anybody mm-hmm. else's yeah. pain. So it's like, I guess this is the pain they're talking about and this right. is the worst. And how does anybody function? Yeah. But I yeah. have horrible like cold chills and nausea too mm-hmm. with my period. And I do remember like I had another friend in high school who also had really horrific cramps. And mm-hmm. like, so I knew that that was like something that happened to other people. Yeah. But she, she came from like a very, very like deeply religious family. So like, uh-huh. also there's no way that like her mom was going to be like, let's get you on birth control because I'm pretty sure that like, you didn't go like in her like world, like mm-hmm. you didn't go on birth control for anything. Right. Like mm-hmm. no matter how old you were. Right. Yeah. I just, I, I don't feel like I had that conversation. I feel like my mom just assumed that I was going to be a virgin for the rest of my life, knowing that I would never get married. And um, <laughs> well, part of that was true. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm saying like, she just assumed I would stay for I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. She just assumed you were Arthur and you were a loser. Yeah, but I mean I was for a while, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I'm pretty sure we never had any conversation. I, I think she probably like a lot of parents at that time assumed that sex ed would just cover it. <laughs> Y'all got this, right? Great. I'm sure it's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's like the, the crazy thing about it is like it's like, mom, you didn't want me on birth control because other yeah. things. But like, I just I don't know. I guess I'm if I was a parent, it'd be like mm-hmm. if my child wanted to go on birth control, like you know, as a teenager, I'd be like, all right, cool. But like, I need you to know that you still need to use condoms. Like if right, you know, yeah. even you know, if you're going to do it, like mm-hmm. here are the things you need to be you know aware of. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that they just, like, trusted the school to, like, I, I don't think they were ever given, like, a curriculum or any information about what yeah. we, we were learning. They were just like, yeah, that's probably fine. <laughs> I feel like sex ed in high school, besides, like, you know, the normal, like, teach you about STDs and mm-hmm. all that, I feel like they need to have, like, one day mm-hmm. where they bring in college students yeah. and the teachers leave mm. and they're like, all right, kids, you can write down your questions on a piece of paper mm. and, like, have college kids answer the questions. yeah. Because, like, then you'd be getting it from somebody who you're like, oh, okay, like, they're not that much older than me. Like, we're cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people like 22, 23, 24, like, mm-hmm. you know, being just honest about shit that could, like, give kids – 
legitimate like yeah hey guys no like seriously if you don't want to have sex it's okay to say no like right just stuff like that where you know because i feel like when a teacher is telling you you're kind of like yeah okay teach whatever Mm. well and like give kids an opportunity to ask questions that like potentially like a generational gap Mm -hmm. like that the person won't even know an answer to like Mm -hmm. if you like have questions about anal sex and your teacher is like 67 years old yeah, and like, like a straight woman like yeah. she pr- is maybe not going to know the answer to those right. questions you know so like having people that like might be able to answer all of those questions right well you know somebody. you're you, you want to be like what if i want to yeet my partner and the teacher's like i don't know what that means i can't answer this question for you because i don't know what that means <laughs> jesse you don't know what yeet means no it's literally just throwing something like yeah, you would, you would throw and be like yeet. Right, but I thought you were like ref- like saying it was a sex thing. No. I'm like I've never heard of that as a sex no, thing. What it's does that not, mean? It's not. I was just I was just using like a, okay. a like a young person term, but honestly, that's probably like old now. Like yeah, no, um, I I knew what it meant in general, so I was like, wait, is there another meaning? Wait, I'm, I'm um, very you unhip. and Johnny haven't yeeted yet. <laughs> Like, are you even dating? I guess not. I eat on the first date. (laughs) (laughs) But also what I was going to say about sex ed too is like, you know how they like always, they they talk in extremes. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, they're like, here, we're going to show you a picture of an STD in its worst possible state. So you're not even going to see like the lead up to like, okay, maybe this is what it looks like at the beginning. Maybe that's a better thing to show you than the horrific case of when it's too late. <laughs> right. No, that's so true. Like it should really be like a, Hey, if you're like itching a lot down there, like these yeah. are some like the beginning signs that mm-hmm. you should go get tested and stuff. Like, right. You know, it might smell different or like, you know, this is like little signs. They're just like, this is your vagina disintegrating. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like here's a picture of a person <laughs> with advanced syphilis. Oh my God. This all got holes in it. I like, remember that's it. doing a project on, I think, I think it was syphilis or gonorrhea or something in yeah. health class in 10th grade and I had to make like a little pamphlet and I was like so I we had to fucking print out pictures and shit and I was oh. so grossed out by yeah. like the like the pussy penis you're that, at like, the I library in, just printing these uh, out like yeah sorry. No, I was at home bitch <laughs> nobody was paying attention to me at home and I like glued it into the pamphlet and I was like so grossed out by it yeah. that like when I went back and looked at it I was like I glued that upside down that that penis was oozing up like <laughs> oh no yeah i was like ah oh well (laughs) (laughs) i never had to do that (laughs) no oh god that's horrible yeah it's gross Uh, anyways childhood it's so cute (laughs) wheels is on his way out the door for his date and his dad reminds him that he is too young for sex (laughs) hey dad bye (laughs) He picks up some flowers on his way and he's looking quite pleased with himself. (laughs) What a gentleman. I know. condoms and flowers. That is really nice. um, He's ready. I will say many years ago, I went on a date with one person and I will call them a person because it's interesting. They're also in like the entertainment industry in Mm -hmm. Chicago and... I believe they go by they, them now. And I, mm-hmm. but I think are also trans. So, um, but when I went out with this person, they brought flowers on the date mm-hmm. and 
which seems like a really sweet idea. But the weird thing about it was that like we went out for a drink and then we were going to go see an improv show since we both liked comedy. Mm -hmm. So I was like holding these flowers and I was like, it must look like I'm going to be giving these flowers (laughs) to like somebody in the show afterwards. But (laughs) no, these are my flowers. And so I'm going to hold on to these flowers. Um, so that's awkward for sure. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> Flowers um, are like a very nice thing to give somebody on a date, but like only if you're going to pick them up at their house. Because right. Otherwise, you have to carry it around all night, and that's annoying. Oh, yes. what was? Oh my god, there was some kind of show where someone gave a girl flowers, and oh, it was the office at the dinner party. Have do you all watch The Office? No, I've watched it through once. So because there's the episode the dinner party at Michael and Jan's house. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, Andy shows up with flowers, and he's like, "And a flower for my flower," and like pulls one because he brought flowers for Jan, and he Mm -hmm. pulls a flower out and gives to Angela. She's like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" So true. I loved it. I mean, right, because I love, I mean, I do love getting flowers now, mm. and I love, like, having fresh flowers in my home, but yeah, exactly. When you're, like, out on the town, it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I gotta carry these with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Alyssa. If you're picking me up at my house, give me some flowers. Mm-hmm. Or is this one I like? Be like, or if you live with me, give me some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not listening he's pretty zoned out anyways he's playing that pickup artist game <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's playing something and they're really saying whatever you do there. don't give her flowers listen yeah you. right you're <laughs> just talking about leisure suit larry and just lost him forever i just keep thinking about leisure suit larry <laughs> it's good it's real good <laughs> <sighs> all right everyone is getting ready for their night stephanie slutting it up while glancing at the teen sex Oh, sorry. Well, glancing at the <laughs> teen sex, just say no pamphlet. Yeah. Arthur reading the back of Sex Swamp Robots for the umpteenth <laughs> time. Just chilling. Mrs. Yeah. In the, in the living room reading what? it. Like, yeah. you just hanging out with your bed. Does he not pornography. <laughs> Does he sleep on the couch? Why doesn't he go to a private place? He's like, I, I don't live here. So maybe he does sleep on the couch because he doesn't live there. It's got to be it. Because otherwise, like, what are you doing, dude? Come on. <laughs> Still would have left it in my backpack, but mm. I think that's implying that like the house that Miss K lives in is not mm. their original home. Like I guess probably because you know, usually doesn't the the mom usually gets the house. Yeah, some I mean most I mean I'm sure back then probably, but anywho, uh, Mrs K is about ready to leave. Everyone is extremely aware of the time. <laughs> as everything is clearly about to implode. Uh, Arthur notes that his mom's date is already late, but Mrs. K isn't too worried about it. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I got low standards. I just want to Right? <laughs> he's like, he's, he's an uggo, but like, whatever. Uh, just then, Wheels is approaching the house as Michael pulls into the driveway. They've both got the exact same flowers. Yeah. And say nothing to each other. Because right? Wheels is practically opening the car door for Michael. <laughs> like literally they could not be closer why don't they just say like oh hey yeah. you like yeah I, it was super awkward i so, just he had no sense of self-preservation like yeah i feel like if i was walking to pick up my date like some guy pulls in i'd be like mm, i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait right. this out then i'm gonna go to the door right oh yeah no like i'm okay i was at the grocery store today and this woman that was like behind me 
complimented like i think she was complimenting the fact that my backpack had flowers on it and that Mm. my yoga pants had flowers on them (laughs) so she was like oh my god you match and i was kind of like oh okay she's like i love it i was like yeah okay i didn't do it on purpose (laughs) but like to the point where then we were in this awkward limbo of like she was walking and i was like i have to walk slower than her so we don't like Mm -hmm. continue to interact i hate that yeah and then she kind of (laughs) paused at something and i was like well i gotta fucking go down this aisle now because i can't just keep following her around here after she complimented me so (laughs) yeah i exactly if i was wheels i would have been like let me just do a quick yeah i'll wait like walk around the block or something Mm -hmm. but so uh mom was wrong he was not cute in his own way he just mm-hmm. wasn't cute he just looked like a you know a little dorky or whatever he, he was looked a like schlub. a dorky 80s man <laughs> yeah like i didn't yeah exactly it's the 80s exactly like i can't say that he was unattractive because it was the 80s and i was not they impressed. all look unattractive to me <laughs> so they both stand at the door as arthur answers which confuses the fuck out of wheels because no <laughs> one knows that he's stephanie's brother <laughs> Arthur, desperate for everyone to get the fuck out of the house so he can jerk it, lets Wheels know that he's too early. At first I was like, is he telling Wheels he's too early because he thinks Wheels is there to watch sex swamp robots? But like, no, he does know that it's Wheels that has the date. Mm -hmm. He just realizes this is a bad scene. Right. He's like, (laughs) we are about to get fucked up. Like, you're about to ruin this for me, you motherfucker. Um, anyways, it's really too late for all that. Mrs. K sees him, and she knows that he is the kid who bought condoms at the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. But what is he doing here with flowers? Takes her a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know what would have been, like, good? It would have been that if Arthur could have covered and been like, Oh, he's my friend, Mom. He brought me flowers, because I asked him to. Like, Arthur could have saved this. I mean, he tries. He says he's yeah. interested in yeah, horticulture. You're so right. you're right. I'm sorry. He makes an attempt, but he just doesn't know. He's like, I, like, I got know. nothing. I'm not. I'm not gonna lying. I didn't expect this. <laughs> uh, speaking of horticulture, have y'all heard the old saying where you can bring a horticulture, but you can't make her think? <laughs> oh, oh my! No, I've not. Heard you never that. heard that? No. No. It's a, oh my god it's an oh. author what was her name um anyway it's not important it's she, rude. she was an author from like the <laughs> like 40s and 50s yeah um she's the one who coined um men don't make passes at women who wear glasses oh she was real good then i guess yeah she yeah. wrote a lot of really funny like short stories and stuff but so yeah that was one of her quotes was you can bring a horticulture but you can't make her think oh <laughs> lord Ooh. and that was like back in the day so you were like dang you were racy even back then bitch i mean that's just kind of rude listen you can be a whore and and think at the same time come on jesse whores don't think okay listen they're just sex swamp robots (laughs) (laughs) true but mrs k is finally understanding stephanie get your ass down here now (laughs) Uh, stephanie desperately tries to wipe off her makeup as she comes down the stairs with her robe wide open like a (laughs) dum-dum raccoon eyes oh my god right (laughs) time for everyone to have a little chat as arthur audibly says goodbye to his sex swamp robots (laughs) he wants to get caught he just he won't shut the fuck up like does has he ever learned that you can think in your brain and not say what you're thinking out loud he hasn't hasn't gone that far yet (laughs) in your brain (laughs) <laughs> mm, okay internal monologue <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't know about that 
<laughs> Mrs. K doesn't know what's going on here, but since Wheels bought condoms and Stephanie looks like a tramp, she's got questions. Obviously, the date isn't happening because she's got a parent. Uh, I was going to say, this is she's a much better parent than Miles' mom. Like, Miles' mom would have gone on the date and, like, <laughs> saved this chat for later, you know? Right. But, like, mm-hmm. she's like, I can't, like, clearly yeah. my daughter is a slut. But he's like, like, I'll I call can't. you later. He's not going to call her. No. There's no way. What are you talking about? He's a loser. <laughs> He'll definitely call her. He's got nothing else going on. Is she sad about it, though? I don't even know if she's sad that he's not calling. Mm. You know what? Low key in her mind, she's like, oh, I'm so glad my kid's fucked up. Like, this is great. <laughs> I don't have to go on this date. Mrs. K thinks that Stephanie and Wheels are the only issue here, but just then, there's a knock at the door, and the boys immediately say, I want to see the porno! <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Arthur is toast too. Oh my God. Like, huh. Yeah, why would you? I guess. Yeah, you don't like open the door. I want to see porno. You like show up. Hey, oh, hi, Mrs. K. Um, I'm here to hang out with Arthur. And then you go upstairs and you say, I want to see the right. porno. Like, if they hadn't yep. led with that, it could have been like, <laughs> yeah. oh, mom, my, my friends are here. I'm going to actually like go out with them. And right. Then explain what happened. But like, no, unfortunately, one of the homeboys was, I want to show the porno. Everyone, all the teens, all the preteens, teens in this show just have no tact. They do not know how to handle themselves whatsoever. Wiling out. <laughs> So it must be what, it must be Monday at this point because it was Friday. So uh, <laughs> Stephanie and Vula walk to school as Stephanie lets her know how pissed her mom was. Lectured for hours and grounded for two weeks for lying to her. Damn. She can't even go to Vula's house. <laughs> like and she was going to Vula's house. That's what I'm saying. Vula was not inviting her over anymore. Vula so. suddenly cared. But she might have gone to Vula's house. If she was grounded from everywhere else. Because sucks as a friend. That's so true. Yeah. But this is, like you said, Jesse, this is the weird part. Vula is all of a sudden very sympathetic. Like, she's right. really like, mm. oh, like, that's awful. How terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, Vula, why the fuck do you care all of a sudden? She's very invested in her virginity. I guess that's probably what it is. That she was just like, cool. She kept it locked <laughs> up. All right. We can be friends again. <laughs> While Stephanie feels that her mother overreacted, she is also slightly relieved that she didn't have to do anything with Wheels. Mm-hmm. Joey catches up with Wheels, who really needs to get a regular fucking backpack because it's <laughs> really bothering me, this weird little fucking tote bag. Oh, God. Um, he wants to know how the date went. But Wheels admits that nothing happened because Stephanie and his dates don't, e- don't ever work out too good. Joey feels like he blew it, but it's really not Joey's business. Anywho, they're just going to be friends. Joey gets the confirmation that that means she's available. And Wheels is like, yeah, I guess, IDK. Oh, so desperate. I know. (laughs) Vula asks Stephanie if she was really going to do anything. Stephanie starts to smile and freeze frame. I I feel like she has this kind of like, ain't I a stinker look? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, they leave us on this cliffhanger. Would she have? Two. We'll never know. Two in the pinker, one in the stinker. Am I right, oh, Jesse? Oh, Oh, no. Ew. I just hated that. Oh, my God. But, like, I remember, like, high school boys saying that and me being like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was. Me there was definitely, like, a front page of our school. No, I think it was the front page of the, like, the town newspaper. What? Of, like, our, like, 
kids at a basketball game, like, because they had written, like, tomahawks on their chests for, yeah. like, support of the team. But there was a bunch of kids doing the shocker in the photo and, like, oh they God. just published it without realizing what it was. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? I wish Y would have given the shocker instead of the white supremacist. Yeah, it would have been definitely more respectful. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we get this big cliffhanger. We don't know if Steph would have gone all the way, made it. <laughs> Will anybody ever go all the way with Stephanie K? I don't know. The world may never know. <laughs> all right, how many chef's kisses did you give it? Girl, I gave this five chef's kisses. Me too. This was quite a romp. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was so embarrassing for everyone involved. It sure was. <laughs> oh, what a good time. How'd you feel about it, Alyssa? I mean, I I was thinking probably like four and a half chef's kisses. Yeah. It was good. Oh, it was a good I want to know what a what a five chef kiss episode looks like. I don't. Melissa. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like to me. But this was up there. I'm a, I'm a hard grader. So yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Four, You're like a four Mr. and a half Radish. is. Yes, I'm <laughs> just like Mr. Radish in that way. <laughs> but this was a good episode i mean i think you're judging this episode because it's a jock and you think that it can't do any better remember when that when yik was oh yes Mr. radish was judging him okay for being a jock <laughs> and disorganized it's too disorganized <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well what are we talking about next week oh next week we are gonna talk about season one episode eight nothing to fear mm. Ooh. So I will say I I fucking I started watching this episode on YouTube. It went to a commercial and then it just skipped ahead to the next episode. Oh, after right after the first segment. And I just kept watching. Didn't really put two and two together that like, wait, these are different main characters than what (laughs) we were introduced to. And I started taking like my I used to give phone notes because I wanted to document the things in the background. Because normally when I take regular notes, I don't notice that stuff. And I got really far into it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm watching the wrong episode. And then I, so I'm, I'm a little ahead for next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I, I know what it's going to be about. So. Okay. What's it called again? Nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. I guess it makes sense. I'm excited to find out what. What we don't have to fear. It's not that exciting. <laughs> it's not, it's not headed for five out of five chef's kisses. <laughs> no. Spoiler alerts. Can't be every episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Alyssa. Thanks for having me. Do you have any social media, anything you want to plug? Um, no, I don't think so. All right. <laughs> not this time. I think we get, we get a lot of uh, people in here like, don't find me. You know, please. Do I mean, if you want to. If you want to follow my uh, old house Instagram and look at terrible pictures of my creepy basement, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Cherry Street House. It's street, Ooh. just ST. So Cherry ST House. Ooh. Oh, and you can be like, look at all that dirt she's got in her basement. I don't even follow <laughs> that Instagram. Pretty I exciting. Don't either. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's all my my old house. Old house Instagram is like a thing. You were so never like, hey, follow me here. You just made it. And didn't I just tell made us. it. Yeah. just made it. <laughs> Hoped the algorithms would tell you to follow it. No, nope, didn't happen. <laughs> Dang. I didn't realize you were on this old house, Alyssa. <laughs> Famous. 
All right. What about you, Carly? Um, you can find me at Carly Joe Gear on Twitter and Instagram, and or you can find the real Nick Furry because I post more on there. It's <laughs> underscores the underscore real underscore Nick underscore Furry. <laughs> That's my catstagram. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Jesse, or you can follow me on Instagram at Monday Night Rar, and you can follow us. All over the place at a social disease. Please review us and write, um, you know, give us five stars. Tell us nice things. Five stars, five chefs. <laughs> Y'all, we're desperate. Please. I know Alyssa has read it. I out. gave this podcast five <laughs> stars, even though I'm a hard grader. Oh, wow. <laughs> now we know we've made it. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. 